Hey, everybody, it's Brittany, and we're on episode 93. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Everyone, we're talking with Shannon Wells today. We're going to be talking about showing up and not leaving money on the table. Shannon is going to cover the three things you need to know about confidence and showing up, starting with building routines around showing up, how you grow your confidence, and then finally, what that does for the kind of client that you serve in the long term. But first, Shannon's a business coach for bloggers, teaching them how to create high-ticket services so they can make more money by reaching fewer people while serving their audience at a higher level. Let's move on to the interview. All right, Shannon, welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show. Yay, so excited to be here. (laughs) So it's really funny to me, you know, we are going to be on a summit together and I was just, you know, kind of checking a few other people out. And, you know, trying to get to know people, doing my my due diligence, if you want to call it that, right? And no joke, about a half hour before I found a post of yours, I had put out this request to have someone come on my show and talk about the confidence it takes to show up and what that does for your business. And then here I am looking at people I'm going to be on the summit with, and you have an Instagram post that literally says you're leaving money on the table by not showing up for your business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how did you come to that being your message? So I really like that you asked that question specifically the way that you asked it, because it did start from the beginning. I did have to like come into that and not just, you know, I'm sure you probably see those people online. You're like, oh my God, like how do they have all of this confidence? Like how do they just show up this way? They may have already been this way before they stepped into the online space. or they may have already just naturally been born with this confidence. And there are people like that, right? There are people that have just like, they're like that since birth, you know, <laughs> since the moment they learn how to talk, they just have this confidence and it doesn't really matter what anyone says to them or like how people may judge them or look at them. They just kind of like brush it off their shoulders and they're able to continue showing up. But for me, like you just said, it's something that I had to come into. I had to actually grow into that. And how that actually happened was by failing, honestly. And I know that there are some people who believe in failing forward. And I'm definitely one of those people. And there are some people who it just really hits them hard. It's hard for them to take failure. And so it's hard for them to bounce back from that. But that's exactly how I was able to come into gaining that confidence and showing up online. It's by failing over and over again and having people judge me and even having those own self-limiting beliefs within myself or those own negative and self-limiting blocks within myself, you know, having those thoughts like, oh, like, you know, people aren't going to like this or people aren't going to agree with what you're saying or people aren't going to resonate with what you're saying. Nobody says this, you know. Mind you, like in the beginning, before I put it out there, before I put myself out there, nobody's actually saying like, don't put that out there. Like nobody cares. But it's me telling myself that at first. So it's me telling myself that and being able to like immediately say, wait a minute, this isn't true. Nobody actually said that yet. Right. And then once I actually make the decision, like I'm going to show up anyway, even though I'm having these thoughts. If someone does end up saying that or someone does end up judging me, 
it's still continuing to move forward from there. So that alone is me just like coming into it and being able to grow that thick skin to keep going because honestly, it's not going to stop. The more people that you reach, the more that you grow, the more people that you reach. And that just means that there's going to be more people that's going to be judging you because there's more eyes on you. And I think that's one thing that people don't think about because in the beginning, you're just like, I want to grow. I want to reach more people because I want to impact more lives. And I want to just like help more people. And it's that fear, like, well, I don't want to be judged, but, oh, you know, when I reach more people, it's going to be easier because I'm going to have all of the success and then I just, you know, be able to reach all these people. And who cares about those people that don't like me or have something negative to say, because I'm going to be helping all of these other people who do like me. And that's the mindset that people generally have in the beginning. But the truth, (laughs) the reality of it is that they're not really thinking about the fact that it's actually going to be on a much larger scale as you grow. And it's not a matter of, you know, this will just go away, but it's a matter of getting stronger so that you can deal with it once it's happening on a larger scale. I personally have felt this as well. I think, like you said, there are very few people out there who naturally have confidence and naturally have charisma and just kind of eat life up without worrying about it, right? But For me, every time I've up-leveled one area of my life, I've opened myself up to way more criticism. And, you know, like if you up-level, and just to put numbers on it, not that we really can, but if you up-level 25%, I feel like you're going to get 35% more criticism or, you know, whatever it ends up being. You do. You open yourself up. More people are seeing you. And there's someone very smart and very famous who I'm not remembering where I can attribute this to at the moment, at least, who said that, you know, when you are being criticized, when people try and, you know, take you down a notch, it's because you have the courage to do something that they never will. I love that. You just reminded me of something else. So I can't remember who said this either, but it was, I seen like a quote or meme or something. And it said something along the lines of normally the people who have something negative to say about you It's because, like you just said, they haven't achieved that themselves. I really think it said something like, you'll never see someone doing better than you talking bad about you. I think that's what it was. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I think we're talking about the exact same thing, actually, now that I realize it. Those who are working hard at achieving something themselves, even if they don't like the way you're doing something or the way you said something, they can at least respect that you're trying and that you're working on it and that you're growing because they're also growing and they're also working on things, right? So how do you, from this place of knowing that you've you know come into this confidence, knowing that you do need to show up, even though you've grown, how do you deal with those situations where you're suddenly back into unsure waters? You know, maybe you've grown in area A, but now you're looking at area C and you're feeling all those things again. How do you kind of take your confidence from one area of your life or business and throw it into another and work with that? I was talking with a previous fitness coach of mine and we were talking about that because that's exactly what happens, right? When you master one part of your life and it shows up in another part, the same issue is just kind of like formed into something else. So for an example, I like to be in control of things. So I feel like once I've mastered like control of one area of my life, then I lose control in in another area. So it just kind of, it's almost the concept of like never really going away, but just moving to another area of your life. So I think that's what you were talking about, right? Like, how do I master that? Okay, so I am someone who's really big on routines. 
and like structure and that's how I thrive. So even if I don't notice that I'm doing it, I create little routines throughout my day or I don't even know if like rituals would be the right word for that, but I create routines throughout my entire life. So that's how I pretty much tackle those things that kind of go away in one place and then show up in another place. I just create a routine to get rid of it. So recently, because that is something that's been happening to me as I've been growing, I've noticed that every time that I hit another level in my business, there's another set of like mindset issues and mental blocks that come with that. So I sit down and I say, like, what is really causing it? What's the real reason that I'm feeling this way or what's the reason that I'm self-sabotaging in this area? And I create a routine to counteract it. So recently I created a new morning routine and it's really just to help get me within the right mindset and get me in the right flow for the day because that's going to help me tackle those negative mindset blocks that are keeping me from reaching that next level that's causing me to like self-sabotage. So essentially what I do is just create routines to counteract it because that happens to all of us. (laughs) It's just a matter of like how we deal with it. So what kind of routine would you have for a specific activity? So for example, we are on a podcast here and even though we're not looking at each other, you know, we both know that this is being recorded. We both know it's going to go out to the audience. And I'm just guessing here, but there was probably a time in life that, you know, those five minutes before you start recording, you're nerve wracked or maybe it's not podcasts for you in particular, but there's there's something, right? Where you're like, okay, going to do this. I know I'm going to do it. I committed to doing it. And getting through that. Like what kind of routine have you put in place for those kinds of show up activities that have helped you? Yeah, so glad you just said that because it reminds me of the very first time I went live. I'm bringing that up because I know that's something that a lot of people have that feeling around, right? They, they feel like, oh my God, like I'm going to do it. Like I'm, I said, I'm going to go live at like, you know, five o'clock. So that means, you know, I need to know exactly what to say at five o'clock. And then you start getting these feelings of like, what if I say the wrong thing? You know, like you can't take that back. So I was there, you know, I had that moment where I was nerve wracked and I was scared that I was going to say the wrong thing. And it took me showing up like that, having those feelings of just being really nervous, not wanting to say, but doing it anyway, a couple of times before I decided there's something I have to do here. And then I put a routine in that place. And that routine is now to like do the opposite of being nervous, of being just like super, super tense. So that's me doing something that I like doing. So normally for me, what that looks like is watching like a really like funny YouTube video or something or watching a makeup tutorial or something that I just really, really love doing to relax in my free time or watching Netflix or something like that. Something that's just going to calm my nerves. So that way when I hop on or when I say I'm going to do this thing and it's time to do this thing, I'm not nervous. I'm like in my relaxed state, I'm more authentic and I'm more myself. Because right before that, I wasn't really thinking about it. I was thinking about something else that was more calming to me. So for other people, that may look like something completely different. That may look like going for a walk or, you know, drinking a cup of coffee or something. So I would say whatever it is for you or whatever that thing is that just calms you, that you do in your free time when no one's looking, do that before you're about to do something that can be really nerve-wracking because that's going to calm your spirit so you can show up as your super cool, calm, collected self. I've done very similar things in the past, but I'm always curious what other people do because my most recent example of me doing something different would probably be a webinar I did about a month, month and a half ago. 
And I've done webinars in the past, but this was the first time I'd done one in three years. So, you know, you kind of rebuild those anxieties and, and whatnot. And I was using new technology. I was actually using Zoom webinar, but it was it's just enough different from Zoom that I was a little bit nervous about mucking something up. And I'm a confident person. I can figure out most technological things, but if I have to do it with people watching me, it's like I freeze. You know, so then you have all those thoughts going through your head, which I did. And I did the best thing I knew how. I went to our bathroom. We have a an Amazon Echo in our bathroom. And I played my affirmations a few times and just sat there. I, t- I took my lipstick off. I reapplied it and listened to my affirmations. So my affirmation set is just 100 affirmations I've recorded in my own voice. And I think I listened to them three times through. I think I even flossed my teeth while I was doing it because I was like, what else can I do in here while I'm listening to my affirmations, you know? But you know, it was just something that got me back into the right frame of mind because I knew the information I was putting out was ridiculously important to people. And I was so confident in the message. It was just me delivering the message that made me nervous. Mm, Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying there. So another really cool thought that I have that I just instantly tell myself is that we're all human. So, you know, if I'm doing something, if I'm like showing up live or like even now, like on a podcast or talking, you know, to a bunch of people, I immediately tell myself that nobody listening to me or no one that will ever listen to me is more human than me. No one's like superhuman where they know something that I don't know or they're in another level of reality that I'm on. We're all human. So we're all having the same experience. Like you said earlier, we're all learning. And it's not like somebody else is on another level than me or they know some like magic secret to life that I don't know. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to me. So I remind myself that we're all human. I think that like helps with the whole like nerve calming thing too. So I know that you're a big fan of authenticity and that you have, you know, a check-in system before you publish anything. And if it's not authentic, you don't publish it. Do you feel like that allows you to show up more confidently? Absolutely. There have been times where I have written an entire like blog post or planned out an entire live stream or an entire, you know, article or anything. And afterwards, I go back and I read it and I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't that doesn't sound like me. And even though I just worked so hard on it, I'll just completely start from scratch because I think that's important. I think that we all need to be able to look at our own work and say, that doesn't sound like me because our audience is expecting us to show up as ourselves, not as anyone else or not as anyone that we're even pretending to be. You know, it doesn't even have to be like, maybe I'm trying to show up as like some other like big name blogger and influencer or something. But it's just some person that we feel that we need to be. Our audience is not expecting us to show up as this pretend imaginary person. They're expecting us to show up as ourselves and no one else. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. You know, they wouldn't be following us because I love saying this, right? Like, ultimately, there's always going to be someone out there that's doing the exact same thing that you're doing or doing something similar. And they could be listening to those people. But the question is, like, why aren't they listening to those people? Because they want to hear it from you or they want to be on your platform. They want to like just be in your space. So we owe that to them, right? Like, because I'm a person who values other people's time and I'm really big on time. 
And I just know in my heart and soul, and I feel this wholeheartedly that if someone is taking the time out of their life to join my Facebook group, listen to an hour long live stream, or just read my entire post, I owe it to them to be 100% me because nine times out of 10, there's someone else that's doing the same thing. And they probably came across that person, but they just, they intentionally decided to be on my platform. So I owe that to them to just be me. I love how you phrase that. I've talked about this in some brand foundation work I do with clients in the past, but I've never found those words the way you put them together. It's it's such a unique take on it. I've always said, you know, there's there's something that sets you apart. There's some sort of essential trait, it, whether you believe it's an energy, whether you believe it's a personality. I don't care how you want to term it. There's something that sets you apart so that you know, if you and I had gone to the exact same school and gotten the exact same certifications and we set up shop, you know, 10 minutes up the road from each other, there's going to be people that naturally gravitate to you and people who naturally gravitate towards me. And that doesn't mean that you're better than me or I'm better than you. It just means we're different and people show up for the person that they resonate with. And I love how you said that you owe it to those people to continue being you and not worry about what Brittany up the road is doing because they obviously chose you. They're there for you and only you. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly believe that in my soul. Yeah, that's what allows me to show up 100% me, even when I don't feel like it, even when I'm like, because, you know, I said before, I have those thoughts where I'm just like, oh, like there's going to be people that judge you and there's going to be people that don't agree with what you're saying. Even when I have those thoughts, you know, I had someone like it was last year at launched a new program and one person, you know, I, I enrolled, like I completely sold it out. And one person in the beginning, she's like, oh, like I can't believe you're selling this. You're a scammer. <laughs> I know. But if I would have just let that one person determine you know, how I show up as myself and serve people, then I wouldn't have ever had clients, you know, reach like 40K after working with me or clients sell their own program. But I've never been able to change other people's life because of that one person. So I have to completely, I don't want to say like ignore them because they have a right to their own opinion. Um, And in a way, it kind of shapes me. It makes me stronger. So I don't want to say like completely ignore them. But I have a right to say, oh, okay, like this person they have a right to their own opinion, but I don't have to accept that. You know, like they can feel that way and that's okay for them, but I don't have to take that on. I still owe these other people who are showing up for me to show up for them. Absolutely. And I love what you said. You have clients who sold out their own programs after working with you and that wouldn't have happened if you had listened to the one person who either was having a bad day or Maybe they, you know, just had something weird go on in their life and they were projecting like, we don't know where that one complaint came from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I know that you are someone who has done blogging. You're now doing mentoring for other bloggers. How would you say the progression of your own business and your own work has moved along with your confidence to show up as yourself? I think it's all moving together. So what I noticed, and it's actually, it's fun. It's interesting to just kind of like see how this is all playing out because I think a lot of people don't talk about this side of it. So I'm glad that you asked that question. So what I noticed is that my business and me helping other people and me personally, like what's going on with me internally, it all meshes together. And so It's like my business can't grow. My business can't move forward and I can't help other people 
that also need to move forward if I don't move forward personally and internally. So it's almost like, I don't want to say pressure because it's not really pressure because I genuinely just like, I want to do it. So it's not like, oh, like I just have this pressure and I feel like I'm forced to like move myself forward and up level my confidence and work on personal development and mindset shifts. But it's like, I want to do it. I have this love for myself so that I can love other people in their business. So it's almost like if you, you know, like, let's just say like you, you know, you see a bunch of people online and they're, you know, they're selling their offers and they're helping other people. They're taking on clients and they're working with people. It's a very clear distinction between the people who genuinely want to serve other people because they love them and they love their business. And they're able to do that from an authentic and genuine place because they love themselves versus those people who are not really wanting to serve people, but they're just wanting to work with more people and bring in more clients to make more money so that they can fill this hole within themselves (laughs) with material things. And I'm like a really, really big person on like seeing like through people and like, you know, motives and things like that. And so that is what like that very fact alone is what kind of pushed me into self-love and self-love pushed me into confidence and nurturing my own confidence so that I can love myself And from that place, love other people in their business and what they want to do in their life. So it's really just like, it all meshes together. It's like my personal development, my self-confidence, my self-love allows me to grow my business and love my business so that I can serve other people on a bigger level and love them and serve them from an authentic level or place of like greed. So if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is that when you work with people, you get really excited about their businesses. Even if it's not your expertise, you get really excited about them, what they're doing, and yes, you know, them being successful as well. But that full level of excitement and love for their businesses didn't grow that large until you got to a place of self-love and confidence within yourself. Yes, exactly what I was saying. You got it. Well, awesome. I think this is the perfect time to segue into asking how people can get in touch with you and what you have going on here in the future in terms of offers to work with people on their businesses that you get so happy about. Yeah. So I love connecting with people over on Instagram. That's at unlocking your success. Or you guys can join my Facebook group. It's a really supportive and safe space for you guys to learn and join the community. That is facebook.com slash unlock your biz with a Z at the end, or you can go to my website, unlockingyoursuccess.online. And to share a little bit more about my offer, my signature offer is the unlock your biz for bloggers, entrepreneurs, and service providers. And that is really where I work with bloggers who either have a service or entrepreneurs who have a blog. So it's really the same thing. It's just a matter of where you are first. And I work with you guys from the beginning. So if you already have your business, you already know exactly what you want to do. But it's just a matter of, you know, I have the business foundations. I have my website. I kind of have an idea of what I want my offer to be. But I don't know how to actually make money. I don't know how to actually structure it so that I can go full time and actually turn it into a legitimate business so that I can make money and bring on clients and actually make sales. That is where we start with the basics and turn you into an actually full-time business owner. And I've, it's been a journey. It's been fun. And I love seeing the transformation that comes from that. So 
if you guys want to learn more about that, you can either go to my website. Like I said, that's unlocking your success done online. Or you can just go straight to the page to learn more about it. And that's unlockyourbiz.info. Awesome. Well, Shannon, thank you so much. I love how you phrased so many of the things that you were talking about. And I think, I mean, personally, when people talk about confidence, it can sound like a touchy-feely concept, but I feel like you made it so real and attainable in how you were describing things. So thank you for that. Thank you for allowing me to come on the show. All right, everybody. I really enjoyed my talk with Shannon. I know that she had some really great points. I loved her idea about building routines around specific show up activities, because let's be honest, we've all got that one thing we try and avoid and building a routine around it makes it so much more attainable for us all. If you are listening to this soon after the air date, you can hear more about Shannon and me in the Alignance Feel Summit. There's a link in the show notes for that. Talk to you soon. See you next week.